1: West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Connacht, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice, or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie.
2: Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. How are you all? Yes, as you saw in the, uh, as you saw in the intros, um, we're sponsored by the West Cork Beer Company. Please go and support them. Uh, link below in the description. Um, uh, he's the, uh, a, a friend, Colin, mate of mine, is his own business. Please uh, check him out uh, if you've got a nice beard and you want some uh, handcrafted beard oils. Um, to put into your beard. Also, we have a partnership running at the moment with Manscaped. Link is in um, the description below. Use the checkout, uh, same old for uh, 20% discount. Sorry if you can hear Mark slurping and eating. Um, Sorry. I know winds some I've of got, you up. It, certainly winds, it up. certainly winds me up. Um, Manscaped down in the bottom uh 20 percent off same old use the discount code if you want your cherries to smell like strawberries go and have a look um at the website uh oh and judges yours is on the way mate i posted it today so not that you need it anyway but um but there's there's some there's some ball toner in there so it might give them a bit of lift uh good afternoon <laughs> to you all in the chat box how are you uh, some watching on facebook some watching on periscope some watching on loads watching on youtube good evening to you all uh west ham another three points it was ugly but by god um three points i'm happy about it lee starting off with you tonight mate um ugly but three points yeah, I've got
3: to say, that's that's exactly it. You know, people turn around and say to you, um, uh, how many times we've been in that situation where we've um, dominated the game and then got caught on the break and lost, you know, and it's happened time and time again. So that was the pleasing thing about it, that we um, somehow scraped the result. I, I don't know how, but we did. And I, and I, I think that, uh, you know, West Ham deserved a lot of credit. They looked very, very dangerous. I think they played to our weaknesses. But ultimately we got over the line and um while we was all going mad about the fulham game and quite rightly so i i, I you know when people turn around and go it's only fulham or it's uh when we now we've lost to west ham I, I you know i take it on merit as as the game by game you know what i mean we played really well against fulham deserved to win um we didn't play well against west ham and uh, deserved deserved nothing really but hey ho, we got the result and um i'm well happy about that you know uh um, it didn't look like we was going to at one stage of that game I don't know about you guys I was sort of accepting we'll we're, we're, we're take a point there as long as we don't lose but mm. the one thing about Arsenal and I, I listened to what Graham Sooner said and he was dead right what he said he said that Arsenal in the top half of the field the final third have got quality there's no two ways about it and that quality showed up with the little pass from Saka and then um, uh, Tobias who could have had a shot chose the right option bang goal and that is um that is what we've got up front but midfield wise and defense wise we're ordinary you know and and, and when I look at the game yesterday uh, sorry on Saturday when we've got to break teams down I, I looked at our fallbacks they why um, you know obviously I think losing Cheney was a big blow let's get that guess that mm. get that right in the first place but then you know you look at uh, Kaac coming in and also uh, Bellerin they ain't going to open up teams they're not very very good You know, beating players and putting in crosses. So we we lost our our um, industry, if you like, on the flanks, and that's always going to happen. I think away from home, Bellerin would do a decent job, but at home, he's not going to go around players. And you know, and, and and then in midfield, it's the same. It's the same midfield that got us to eighth in the league last season. We've not got rid of one player from it. We've not improved it. We've not we've we've not changed it one bit. So you have to look at that and think that you know there's still still things to be done at done at Arsenal, and uh, you know I, I've been having a little bit of um, a conversation about um, uh, our window. You know, I, I put down today that it's been a it's been a good window so far, and I've got a lot of abuse for it—not abuse, but people saying, you know, oh, what are you want about good window. And um, you know, people, the fans are not happy. You know, with with what's going on at the moment. And I look at, I look at, it and I, and I try to my my expect expect my explanation. I'll get it out in a minute. I'm not, I'm not on a drink. Um, it, is that um, it? Has been a good window, man, because we've actually improved our back back line. We brought in Mari, I know that we he was on loan last season, but we made that permanent. And also, Gabriel is a good signing. But I, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, you know. Maybe these guys are right because we're still we're still a central defender down because holding this I'm, I'm not going to be able is not good enough certainly mm. not good enough, um, and and also as much as I love Tierney, he, 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 there does seem to be like an injury worry against him. So I think that you know we've got to have good covering just in case he doesn't go the whole season. And and the midfield is is you know as I say you know has got to be improved and like you know as dan will come into in a minute i'm sure you know we're hoping to get this and hoping to get that you know come on we're asking football club should we be hoping to get players i think it should be expected and and if we're not gonna you know i'm, I'm sorry but Mikel arteta told me you know that this against aspen villa um you know trust uh, uh, you know um the board are going to back me. Well, they've only backed him by about 7 million pounds so far. If that, you know, if that's backing him, well, oh, Christ almighty, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. And, uh, by the way, we sold a 20 million pound goalkeeper today. saved the penalty. I'll leave you with that.
2: Um, Dan, we I want to come on the trend. I want to come on to the transfer thing a bit later on. Um, just want to talk about that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on on Twitter. Well, there's a lot of a lot of people tweeting out at the moment. How poor we are in the transfer market. This, that, and the other. Um, I tweeted out earlier that it's good, just chill out a bit. You know, it's not the, the the transfer window's not open, not not closed until October the fifth, and then after that we've got another two weeks um, of domestic transfer window. Just before we go there, Dan, I've just got to remember one thing. Big shout out to my work colleague, uh, Dave Madden, who's watching us tonight for the first time. Massive Arsenal fan, season ticket holder, um, lives in Ireland, travels backwards and forwards uh, from Ireland to go and watch the Arsenal. Uh, Big shout out to you, Dave. Hope you're watching, and I hope you enjoy the show, mate. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Uh, Dan, um, (sighs) do you know what? Let's go... (laughs) do you know i don't is there much to talk about really about the the game really it was poor it was rubbish we got three points we didn't play very well um shall we talk about this transfer window business or do you want to do you want
1: to do you want to talk about the game uh i will go wherever you want to go craig all i've got to say about that game really is that we shouldn't be shocked that some of these players are not performing very well because they're not good enough. Um, and these players got eighth, Lee summed it up. We've yeah. got to add Gabriel and Willian to it. Uh, so we can't be shocked that we've got some performances. The only worry is we missed two players massively um, and they're not experienced heads. They're the youngsters. And we missed Kieran Tierney and Ainsley Maitland-Niles massively. Yeah, and it time. completely transformed us at the back. Um, so that's what I've got to say about it. In the chat, is going mental about this bloke and I don't really want to have a huge rant about him because everybody knows that I am not a fan of this guy. He is the worst Arsenal uh, player in the history at the club. He's not comfortable on the ball. He can't defend. He can't go forward. And if you want to sum up of his performance, then look at towards the second half when he's got all the time in the world to cross the ball and he scuffs it for a goal kick. This guy is hopeless. Kalasanak. Cannot wear the Arsenal shirt anymore. He can't pass the ball. He's not comfortable on it. And he just needs to be sold ASAP. And that's all I can say about... I mean, can Alassane you believe
2: Alassane? that when we bought him, he was in the... <laughs> when he signed for Arsenal, he was in the German team in a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you Pascal Cigat, Pascal Sigan was the French Player of the Year when he when we bought him as well. It means <laughs> nothing, you know. I mean, the Bundesliga. You look at it. You only got to look at the Bundesliga and Bayern Munich have already won the league. They won well, eight 0 in their first game. It's a terrible yeah. league, you know. If they, I don't want any more. Oh, he was in the Bundesliga team of the year. I, as far as I'm concerned, unless your name's Lewandowski, then anyone can get into that thing if Kalasenek can. I mean, it is poor. There must have been no left backs that year. I mean, if he got in because it was it was it was a poor performance. Rob Holding, you know, look at the goal. You know, Rob Holding's not even goal side of Antonio Chaka's trotting back. Grant Chaka is good on the ball. I'll give you that. Grant Chaka is good on the football. Off the ball, he is diabolical. I mean, it is it is poor, really, really poor. Um, Danny Subiós off the ball was really poor. I thought, you know, really, really poor the other night. Um, good on the ball again, uh, and Rob Holding, but they were the weak links for me. Um, I actually thought Saka had an OK game, not nothing special, until that absolute genius pass to Subiós. Hmm. I mean, that was special. You know, if that's Messi or or Fabregas in his day, Arsenal, we'd be raving about it. That was a fantastic pass, and Eddie come on and scored the goal. But that's all I've got to say about the game. Really, we, we didn't play well enough but let's not go over the top with it a lot of people are you know um, but this is realistic Craig we finished eight for a reason we yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. finished in the transfer window yet so I don't know if you want to move on to transfers mate I'll well, let you no, we'll come on, on,
2: on to Mark we'll see what Mark made of the game um, and then what we'll do is then we'll come on to the transfer window because I'm quite eager to talk about it um, after some of the t- some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter today um, so Mark what do you make of the game mate where did we get it right uh, where did we get it wrong what are your thoughts
4: well, firstly, I apologise for not being on mute when I come in. That was that was an accident. <laughs> I just, I, I see the intro come up and it made me remember that I had to put my bins out. <laughs> so I just quickly whipped out and done that because I knew I had time to get down the drive and uh, do that. So I'm sorry about that. But uh, the game... Uh Yeah, nice to see Leno trying to command his area. I wonder where he's got the idea to do that from. And <laughs> I was concerned for him when he went down on his chin, mm. um, more than worried about him dropping a ball because safety first and all that. But, you know, I would still have liked him to have held on to it, even if he couldn't feel his arms and legs because he broke his neck. He should still be holding the ball, in my opinion. But, um I've got, cons- got great positives. Let's, let's do, you know, Eddie coming on and nicking a winner. That mm-hmm. won't do him any harm, arm, will it? Fantastic. Absolutely. Great to see him and Saboyah celebrating together um, for the goal, to, to put that to bed. And I think Eddie said after the game, let's put this to bed. You know, these things happen. We'd be disappointed if professional athletes weren't getting physical with one another in a contact sport, getting G'd up, ready for a game before the game. So that's good to see. Um, and they've put it aside and moved on clearly. That's fantastic. We don't need to talk about Class Um, But what we do need to talk about is why Kieran Tierney is injured again. Yeah. Not going to get too many more chances for me. I like the lad. I like what he says. I like the way he plays the game. But if he is earning £50,000, £75,000 a week, which is half of what we're paying Kolasinac, and Kolasinac come without a £25, pounds £30 million pound fee, then the entire package over four or five years is not too different for me. So he does need to prove he's not made of glass. Mm. Um, so enough of the injuries now, son. You need to put a run together. And that means 10, 15 consecutive games, um, because otherwise he's no good for us. Um, so we're lucky to have a backup left-back in Kolasinac. So like we've always said, until we can get better replacements in, we can't let these lads go. And the point, the point is proven, isn't it? Because well, yeah. If we had ourselves Kolasinac two weeks ago, where would we be now?
2: Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, perhaps Saka could have fitted in there. But then again, you know... Ooh, he could ooh, have done, ooh, but that's not yeah. his game.
4: Let's be honest, his game is going forward, isn't it, Saka? That's where we all <laughs> want to say. Nice. No, no, no. But no, that's right. He's not good enough for Arsenal Football Club, but we've got to get someone better before we get rid of him. The same, yeah, as Jack, I agree with you, Mark. I, I, yeah, him, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and we haven't,
2: yeah,
4: so we can't let him go. And, and this is why I like it. We've got to move on now, aren't we? Because the West Ham thing's done that, they're they're dire. Like when we play City, we park <laughs> the bus, don't we? We park the bus when we play City and Liverpool and we hit them on the counter attack and get a result, don't we? West Ham do that to us, don't they? Because we're better than them. So it's hard for us, and and in seasons gone by we've struggled, haven't we, to break those teams down. So fantastic to win ugly, and fantastic to get the three points because last season under Emery certainly we wouldn't have done, would we? Um, and what we have, so that's improvement for me. Two wins out of two, great way to start the season because we're still building up, aren't we? Building up, you know, Moore's is no mug. He set that team up to do a number on us, and and, and they did in in the centre of the park. You know, again highlighting where we're weak. Um, they, they did do a number on us, but we move on because we've done it, we, we got the points off them like we, we hoped and expected to. Um, but you know, moving into the transfer market, you know, we've got to get these players in before we can release the other lads out. Because at the minute, you know, and I know there's a there's a there's a there's a a person who sits on this podcast who's not here tonight who would rather see one of the lads who started at the weekend leave before Mustafa, um, you know, but. He's not in he's not he's not fit, Mustafi. So, you know, we're not what are we gonna get for an unfit lad? Do you know what I mean? We're not gonna get we've got to prove that he's fit and playing, you know. So we were hoping, weren't we? Me and Dan laughed when Klasnatch got put in the team before the game. We we said, fantastic, let's hope he has a fantastic game and West Ham think, Oh, there's a lad we need to come in and buy him. <laughs> you know? about putting him in a shop window, you know what I mean? That would have been that would have been ideal, but obviously he didn't play well enough for even West Ham to think about it. So
2: I don't even think Clacton yeah. Town would have had him after that, mate. Um, mm. Lee, I want to come round to the transfer the transfer window. Uh, you, like you said, you put out a tweet today to saying that we had a good window. Um, I put out a tweet earlier on saying that we should keep our cool and not abuse. But fellas coming in and telling me, oh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting." Look, it's like this: we haven't we those poor players or the the poor players, the fringe players, the the deadwood. What we want, right? If no one's coming in for them, we can't sell them. That's that's just how it works, right? If so, all these people, oh Arsenal, why are they so slow? Why are they so slow? If no one's coming in for them, we can't sell them. The transfer window is open till October the fifth, right? That's another. What's that? What's the date? That's another two weeks, is it? Right. And then mm. after the after the international window closes we've got a further two week domestic window right why are people losing why are people losing their minds or like the the transfer window isn't closed till October the 5th when have arsenal ever done any transfers before a deadline day
3: no, I, I I get that, but for what what I think is the problem is if you know everybody's saying stay patient, you know, do the uh, trust in the process, and I get that, and but but say what if it comes to the fifth of October and nothing's nothing's done? Well, then that's the, then, when, then, we then, lose, yeah, then then we yeah, lose, then, the, then we lose yeah, our then yeah. we lose our stuff, lose our stuff. Are going to lose our stuff? But that matters. Nothing we can do then because the transfer window's shut. So I think people are, should be starting now with two weeks um, uh, left. They should be actually now saying, you know, right, come on, what's, what, what is happening? What is happening? You know, um, and I get I get the thing that um, Arsenal don't say too much and let out too much and, and say what they're doing. But we all know. what I think what it is, Craig, and it, it is with me, this, is that last season, you know, it didn't matter who we got. We needed ten, nine, nine players, really, or whatever, eight players, before we even thought about challenging. I, I honestly thought, like, you know, we ain't going to get in the top four last season. And that was it. You know what I mean? It, so, he's just going through the motions of the season. But this season, I think that we've... I, I feel that we've got players in. We've got Gabriel. We've got Murray. Now, you know, we're saying that, you know, if, if uh, Tierney would have got injured on, in that warm-up, Murray would have come in Yes, on, on Saturday and have done a good job. Unfortunately, he's injured. But we've, we've got two central defenders that, you know, Mari when he played a few times last season, looked good. Gabriel looks like he's going to be a good player for us. Mm. So we've now got that sorted out. Forwards with a Bamiang signing. We've got uh, uh, Willian in there. We've got some exciting little options going on up front. Don't forget we've got Martelli to come back in there. And maybe, maybe, maybe uh, you know, Pepe can't get in at the moment. So it's exciting times in that front thing. You know what I mean? Uh, Eddie's coming on and, and making things happen So we, all of that's really good So all of a sudden We're back to where we was A few years ago now Where we're one or two players away From, from really like being excited Now if we was to get a and party We'd all be thinking My God it'd be, We'd be all It's that frustration That we're nearly quite there And we're not going to do nothing Right you know And there is that fear Lads I'm sorry There is that fear That you know we won't do nothing, and oh well, we can't afford the, You know, like we can't, we can't afford this because well, of COVID. Well, everybody else is going and buying, so they can't use that excuse. When teams like Newcastle, Leeds, Aston Villa have come up from the Championship, these teams and spending more money than Arsenal. You know, oh, we need to be in Europe. Well, they've not got; they've been in the Championship and they're still spending more money than us. Teams around us, Tottenham, spending twenty million pound on a loan without when, when their stadium, you know, hasn't even been up and running in six months and it's shut down. So they can't go down that excuse. Now it's the excuse of we can't get rid of the players. Well who's fault's that? Who's fault's that we have got these players here, you know? And, and if you can't get rid of them, just bloody give them away. Give them away, you know what I mean? And start again. You know, we've just spent we've just like it's got 20 million pounds for a goalkeeper, right? And we've invested 1.5 million in another one. That's great business now to go out there and go and get that central midfield player. And do you know what? I'll accept that. But until they do that, I ain't happy about what they've done with Martinez. I'm not happy about it. This is a player that's gone in, played really, really well, been now the best goalkeeper in the league from lockdown onwards. And we've decided to, after, um, for whatever reason, to, to sell him, n- not for football reasons, for financial gain. Let's get on with that with financial gain we've sold him, right? I want to see another a midfield player coming in of a party on someone, and then I can go, right, when when Leno makes the odd mistake, I can turn around and go, do you know what? I, I I'm okay with it because we've got party and Owah. But at the minute, we've got El Nenny and Shaka in the midfield. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not happy about it. You know, and that, that that is the thing. Until this club starts showing the ambition that they that these uh, us fans deserve. And when I say us fans, because of all this COVID and all that, the Arsenal Football Club have not turned around and said, along with Adidas, and said, you know what? Everybody's having an hard time out there. We won't get new kits this year. Oh, no, they've gone out there and got three new kits and they're charging you the top dollar for them right, and all the merchandise that goes with it, right, so come on, do your bit as well, you're, you're asking the fans to spend money, you're asking fans to do, to, you know, scrimp and save, you know, to get something, you know what I mean, what what uh, do I go and get, you go boss top, or do I go and get an Arsenal shot, shirt, you know what I mean, people are choosing Arsenal shirts, and whatever, like, you know, you know, going without something for, for, for a shirt, now, what we're asking now is to do the same, Arsenal. And I'm telling you this now, boys. If, if well, the club say they can't afford it for whatever reason, then I, the chair, the, the, the owner should be coming out and saying, "Well, hold on a minute. I've 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 just spent five million, five, 5 billion on a stadium that's not being used. I can afford two hundred grand or hundred grand to get you those two players, and you can pay us back over and whenever. You know what I mean? Like if you really care, because i you, if I had, uh, if I was, if I was Cronky. Right when I had all that money, I would be investing in Arsenal because you know why? Because I love the football club and I want it to be successful. You know, and I'm fed up with hearing on Twitter, fed up with hearing about all things. And we've got no money. Well, if we've got no money, the people who've been running this club over the last ten years deserve to be sacked. Every one of them that's in that club now does not deserve to be there. You know, get them out because you've failed. You failed. You failed. You failed. And like you know, this is a time now where it's a new regime and everything like that, you know, and with Edu and um, Mikel Arteta. And realistically, at this stage of the time, you know what I mean? They, you know, they're, they're, they're like they're like a couple of players, uh, people down the market, aren't they, Delwyn Rodney, you know what I mean? Like trying to get a deal for this and a deal for that to so they can get something else, you know? It ain't fair. We don't want we don't want uh, Rodney, you know what I mean? Like we want Mikel and Arteta being what they are, proper football men, not a couple of dodgy people down the market
2: Mikhail and Arteta has he got a mate with him
1: then or... <laughs> I, I think he made Edu and Arteta Yeah, generally. I think you meant
2: Edu and Arteta not Mikel and Arteta
3: well right, so I've made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> am I allowed uh, to make one certainly a lot of players listen, you know, and I will say this just one more thing you know, Arsenal can't afford to make mistakes like Chelsea have done for £70 million for a clowning yes, goal. We can't, we can't make yes. those sort of mistakes. So we have got to be very, very astute with what we do. So, that might take us a little bit more time. So, I'll give them grace on that, though, you know. But, um, you know, these are the things that need to be done.
2: Absolutely. Dan, obviously, there's a lot of people like Lee that are upset Martinez has gone. Um <laughs> I, I, I'm upset that Martinez is, is gone he, he's a fantastic goalkeeper but like I said today to my mate Dave at work if we want players like our and party we've got to sell him.
1: Yeah, listen, let's, if everyone's upset and Mrs. Martin is going to support Aston Villa because he, he plays for Aston Villa now, that's the that's my attitude, honestly. I was gutted when he went. I wanted to keep two uh, goalkeepers, but we needed to sell, we were told, before we buy. So we've sold now, so let's go and buy. And I'm, I'm with Lee there. Uh, the only thing I will say. which is crazy because we're talking about owners giving us money. Everyone hates Roman Abramovich. He's absolutely superb. And why he's superb is because he's a winner. And if you don't win stuff, he gives you money to go and be good enough to win stuff. And there's no, no shock that in the last 15 years, Chelsea have won the most trophies because their owner is absolutely brutal. Kronke's never been like that, mate. He's never given a damn about us. He's never had the ambition for that. And when it comes to it, you look at what we need, we're not even asking for that bigger players. Tottenham have spent 60 million, by the way, Lee, not 20, because they've spent, just spent 30 on that left back, 20 for Bale, and 15 for Doherty. So they're the ones that are apparently the most skinned club in the any league. And they've spent. And you fellow from,
3: from South, uh, South. And they're Southampton, lad, you're right. So they've spent yeah, even so, more than that. So yeah.
1: you look at that and you think. We're not even asking to spend that much here, Craig. We're asking to release a a clause of £45 for someone. Aston Villa paid that in two players, didn't they? So Hmm. we're asking for, for one player here. Now, the way I see it is this. We need to sell before we buy, we've been told. Thank you very much to Arsene Wenger and Arvin Gazidis that everyone loved because this is where we are still paying the price. We have got these players on ridiculous wages, so nobody wants them. And they're sitting there saying, if no one's going to offer me the same I'm getting here, I ain't moving. I'm quite happy to earn 125k a week if your name's Kalasana, or 90k a week if you're Mustafi or 100k grand a week if you're Sokratis. Why would they want to go? We want them to leave, but we want Ozil to leave but they are on ridiculous wages that no one can afford. So it's going to take time. And I'm with you, Craig. The the window finishes on the 5th of October. Let's not panic yet. If it gets to the 4th and we're in this position, then start to panic, boys. But I will be amazed if it gets to that stage. Now, what I'll say about the players that I believe we are uh, targeting, obviously, Runnison has been signed today to replace Martinez. Good bit of business, 1.5 million we've got the rest to spend towards somebody else. I don't mind that because I actually quite like Leno, and I think people have got short memories to now believe that Leno is not good enough because for the last two seasons, apart from a Aubameyang, he was by far the most consistent performer. And everybody on this podcast and other podcasts were ranting and raving about him keeping us in games. So let's not go over the top. Martinez is a fantastic goalkeeper, but he's Aston Villas now. So let's move on from Martinez. We're now looking at the situation in midfield. Looking at that game against West Ham, we need to upgrade on what we've got because everyone was ranting and raving at the Liverpool game and the Fulham game about El Neni and Chaka, But when you look at El Neni, Chaka, and Ceballos, they are good midfielders, but they're not going to take us to the next level. They've got no creativity. None of them can actually defend. And they've actually got quite a lot of slow uh, movement in transition and they haven't got any athleticism. So the two players that we want, clearly, are Thomas Partey and Hossam Awar. Now, Hossam Awar will give you creativity and he can play in an eight or a ten. And Thomas Partey will be that enforcer, but he'll also give you that power and presence that we've lacked since Patrick Vieira and Gilberto Silva have left. So they're clear to see why we want them. Now, if it gets to the stage of, I want to finish in the top six, be happy with Chaka and Elneny. If we want to push for top four and challenge for it, and we still won't be guaranteed it, by the way, we need to be bringing in players like Thomas Partey and Arsene awesome Now, I believe personally that we have, I've got good... Um, grounds for this source that we have agreed to get hasamowah for 42 million pounds with add-ons on top of that so if that is true that would mean that players are agreeing to be to be leaving the club now, there's a lot of rumours about Lucas Torreira. Now, to start with, he was over to a Serie A loan deal with a move to uh, obligation to buy next season of £24 million. So that, to me, would make up the Thomas party with Martinez's money. So if you've got £20 million for Martinez and the 24 25 for Torreira, you can find the extra million or extra 500 k to release the clause of Thomas party. in my opinion. So that's the way that I believe we are going to do business. And on the 5th of October, I believe Hossam and Thomas party will be Arsenal players. And I think that is a very good window because with Willian and Gabriel and Saliba coming in as well that people forget, we have sorted most of our problems out in one window by that. Now, it's going to take time to gel. It's going to take time to unstab. We have got the players there with the attributes of what we've needed. We've got pace and power and aerial ability at the back. We've got defensive stability in midfield and creativity but also we've got energy from Danny Sobias. And when you start to look at it, Craig, you look at it and think, do you know what? This squad is actually a little bit more Uh, better with strength in depth than I thought because we've not mentioned Saka, Martinelli, Maitland-Niles. We've not mentioned the fact that Chaka and Elneny will be squad players. We've not mentioned the fact that Pepe is hardly getting a game at the moment and we're bringing him on. We've still got Eddie Nketiah, Joe Willock and Smith-Rowe that are going to give some energy and some legs for us. And all of a sudden it starts to look okay. Now we still need to get rid of the dead wood, like the shift them on, like the Mustafis and Chambers and Holdings and acts of this world. But if we can do that in the majority in this window, then you start to look at it and think, actually, are things as bad as everyone talking about I think um, in true Arsenal style it's a proper meltdown and sometimes it rubs off I was getting frustrated reading Twitter yesterday and reading comments of people going on about how we're so much trouble now Martinez has gone and how we've not signed anybody yet let's see where we are on the 5th of October and the the last thing I'll say before we move on because I've been ranting on for a bit now (laughs) I think when it comes to the actual understanding of what Edu and Arteta are doing we have to appreciate that they're going to need time because yeah. not only Unai Emery and Raúl have left it in a mess, but unfortunately, we're still paying the price for Arsène Wenger and Ivan is complete and utter shambles of running the club.
2: Mark, uh, a serious indication that something—I mean, I'm with Dan. I believe I—I—I I, I, I fully believe that by October the fifth, there will be new arrivals because the biggest indication of that. Is surely Abamyang signing his contract? Abameyang said that he wanted to. He was going to pause on signing his contract because he wanted to see ambition. Now, surely we said it last week. Well, we I said it on the show that we, I done with Lee. Surely Abamyang must know something that we don't, and he certainly wouldn't assign the contract—a three-year contract, which is probably going to be his last big contract. <clears throat> well, until he goes to China or the USA. Um, for a few quid before he retires. Surely something's got to be coming, someone's got to be coming through the door, Mark.
4: Well, we all hope so, don't we? And certainly the signs are looking good. And, uh, you know, But this is a really, really, really difficult market. You know, you listen to all the footballing experts, European experts around the world who we follow and and we we pay attention to. And it's every single club. You know, you've got clubs like uh, Juventus who are tearing up contracts with Higuain because they can't get a fee for a lad who's in a a long-term contract. So no no one's got £5 million to buy Higuain. Do you know what I mean? So, if, if, if no one's willing to do players like this, then are they going to come in and buy somebody like Mustafi? I don't think they are. You know, it's a really, really challenging market. You've got Barcelona. Barcelona put their entire team up for sale, apart from Lionel Messi, and he handed in a transfer request or almost tried to activate a release out of his thing. So, and... and um I think it was Rakitic or whatever has gone back to Sevilla where he was playing before, but not many, too many more people have left Barcelona. So, but I think, I think Wolves have signed uh, one lad who's, uh, and they're getting slightly too excited about a, a fringe player from Barcelona. Who hasn't really done an awful lot there in the, in the two or three years he's been there, whatever. But, you know, nevertheless, it, it's a Barcelona squad player. Um so they, they've got a few bods moving around but you know you you would have thought people would have been banging down the door of the of Camp now, asking who, who's coming who, who's available you know but no, no one is and we've said it before and it, it will be a domino effect yeah so once something moves other things will move. Manchester United got money. Don't 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 think they ain't because they have. You know what I mean? They're one of the richest football clubs in the world. Uh, and Real Madrid will be spending money unless, like I, like I pointed out last week, you know they spent half a billion pound on a, on a stadium upgrade. You know what I mean? So they're they're committed to that, but they've got money. You know what I mean? So uh, it's a really really challenging market at a minute, and, and people are stiffing around Socrates, mustafi Mustafi. You know, these boys, that they're, they're being looked at. Class, and that's but it's all about you know, um, I think um, a lot of it hinges on Manchester City buying the lad at Napoli, does it? And then they're looking at Socrates being a replacement for him going to Manchester City, so it's, it's a real domino thing, and it's, it's a real difficult, difficult financial climate that the entire world is in. You know, you only mm. got to look up and down your high street to see. Closed, closed. You know what I mean? It's uh, you know the, the sponsors are pulling out left, right, and centre. So, you know, Sky have torn up, torn up a deal with with China because they didn't pay their bill. You know, because there's a, a debate over um, content being given and stuff. You know, so you've got massive financial powers pulling out of massive financial deals with with the Premier League. You know, that, it, 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 listen, we're we're in challenging times, so let's just calm down, <laughs> as everyone's saying. Just calm down, because things are going to happen. It's just going to take time, and it's going to be a little domino, and and, and things will happen. And um, but uh, you know, as Arteta said, we're going to let Rob Olding go uh, two weeks ago out on loan yeah. to Newcastle. But who'd be playing centre half for us then? Well, this me? is it. There? Yeah, so yeah, so people, the, can yeah, go. Yeah. people can go, and people are wanting to go, but there's yeah. not a mug. He's not letting yeah. people go we need. Yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, Torreira can go. We hope... There's a lot of legs in that world, well, not very long legs, but a lot of short legs in that story, that is going to go to loan to Atletico, and we cross our fingers that that means that Partey is surplus to requirements, but... Positive signs, you know, let's, 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 you know, two wins out of two, you know, and and we've, we've, um, we tied down our skipper. You bring it back to the original point you said, would he have signed if he he, Of course he would, because he wants to be a legend, what he said, because there's lots of people, if you look back, there's lots of people who have left this football club and okay, they've gone on to win bits and pieces of trophies and done very well. Alexis Sanchez had one training session at Manchester, United and massively regretted his decision, mm. you know, and he's come out and admitted that. you know uh, there's a reason that uh, Samuel and Azri have still got a box at Arsenal, Do you know what I mean, these people move on and they realize what a fantastic club and family this 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 team is. And he would have had people in, Henri went to Barcelona. was he really loved? No, he come back. He come back. He couldn't wait to come back on Marie. He would have come back for nothing. He probably did. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I too many people that leave this club who don't regret it. And I think he would have listened to those words. And don't get me wrong, you know, the, the financial package we put in front of him, I don't think he would have been offered that anywhere else either, Craig. So it's an accumulation yeah,
2: of things. Yeah,
4: yeah. Accumulation of
2: things. It's true. Yeah. I'll just bring this in here from uh, Ali D. Uh, a five euro donation. Thank you very much, mate. The best ask, uh, our best Arsenal podcast on YouTube. Well, thank you very much for that kind compliment. Um, lots Cheese of yes, I'll tell you what, mate. That's uh, t- t- two of those new triple ones.
3: Well, I'll have one. I haven't had one of them yet. I've got a yeah, triple,
2: triple cheeseburger. Thank you very much, uh, Ali, Info, for your uh... really give
3: us a tenner if Graham was on. Sorry, lads. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um let's just go i just want to go through some of these comments because there's um there is uh there's one here somewhere there was another donation oh here it is um here we go uh it's not a problem that the last minute deals cost more in wages when you run out of time the player gets uh more power um yeah i suppose yeah i suppose they do i mean lee we'll come in on that how many times, you know, have we seen uh, an Arsenal player's contract coming to an end? Um, and it just leaves us, you know, it leaves us... I think there was there was a couple of times here we've let contracts run down. Arsene Wenger was very confident that the player was going to sign a new contract. Turns out he doesn't and we lose him for peanuts.
3: Yeah, well, that goes on everywhere, that, you know, and you have to be cute enough to to realise that, you know. Um I think that um, we, we've had our fingers burnt on many occasions with it as well, like you know. And I don't agree with this going into a year's contract that you're going to give your all as well, because that don't happen, you know. I think in history, I think only one player has ever really done well in their last year of contract when they're going to go on the free, and that's uh, um, Oh, hello, like your dad's in here, like, better over ourselves. You better be nice. <laughs> no, you
2: know, like. my, my girls have got hold of my wife's phone and they're sending me messages. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: right, yeah. Oh, well, that's all right then. We don't have to be you then. So, um, yeah, um, uh, and that was Aaron Ramsey. Other than that, um, well, I don't think it really works. And I, I feel that, uh, you know, like, to be honest, you, you know, the one with the Bemiang, I think that, yeah, we've had to pay him a top, top money because of, you know, he's gone into the last year of his contract. But that's that's not that, you know, I think that's good business from him and good business from his agents. And I think that's how it is. Um, what you've got to be is clever in that. You know, look, I, I I think that I, I agree with Dan is what he's saying here. I, I, and I don't care what anybody... If Arsenal... At this stage, I I do think this is what's happened. I think that Arsenal have, have an agreement with... um Party and they have an agreement with OR that they're happy to come to the club. But then you've, right, then they've said, right, we're happy to come. We don't want to go nowhere else. We're happy to come here. But now you've got to go and fresh it out with the clubs. And I think that's yeah. where it takes a little bit of time. I think that Mark's right. I think that's where it's going to be uh, a lot harder to to do that because, you know, you know, and also, like, say, like, if um, uh, a club comes in now for Lacazette, yeah, right. I don't know. Just say, like, Athletic Madrid, come in for Athletic, uh, for, for Lacazette, and they say to to Arsenal, we're going to sell him for, they, they offer him £15 million. Oh, Arsenal are going to let him go for £15 million? Of course not. They're not, are they? Of course not. You know what I mean? And as fans, we're not going to allow it to happen. So, they're going to, they, they know that, that probably party wants to go, but they're going to do what's best and try and get the best deal they possibly can for themselves, you know? And if that means holding out, another extra week or so, they're they're going to do that, aren't they? Because that's when it becomes desperate. And that's why things get done, because at the end of the day, that's when they have to decide, Right, we can't hold out no longer and we go there. You know, at at the end of the day, it's happening at at Dortmund. It's cat and mouse, isn't it?
4: Do you know what worries me, Lee, is that – and Dan might know more about this – is – that Wolves have got 42 million pounds worth of, J- of Jota money burning a hole in their pocket now, and they mm. might be coming back.
3: I, like the For People like know the that we need exactly. money.
1: People know we need money. That's the problem. They'll come in and they'll say, yep, yeah, let's give this. Uh, yeah. uh, let uh, Listen, I have to say this Liverpool are a team that I don't support, right? But I have to respect him because the way that club is run is so good. It is unbelievable mm. in terms of recruitment, in terms of player sales, how they've played as a team, what Klopp has done. He's been backed by the board. They've got together and had a plan. This is what I want to see now from this, but, from this football Dan, club. And It Dan, might take inter- a while. On, sorry mate. to interrupt you there, mate. But that has taken five years. Uh, exactly. And that's my yeah. next point.
2: Exactly you know, that. Th- Exactly yeah. that, and and we need to people be. Patient are do. Make, people are expecting, people are expecting
1: Mikel Arteta to do what Jurgen Klopp has done in five months. Exactly that, and 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 it's and it's unrealistic to expect yeah. that. And you know, Arteta can only do that. And Craig, he'd say it's five years. That's because he's been backed. If Arteta's yeah, not yeah. backed, it's going to take it's going to Longer. take you twice as yeah, long. But like you yeah. like
4: you said though, Dan, they've been clever, aren't they? Like we said at the weekend, you know, what oh. I mean? with uh, a to Bournemouth, and then for seven million pound more, they've got. The, what's his name? The lad come the other way. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, Tiago. Oh, well, that's signing
4: signing the pounds they sold Solanke yeah. to, to Bournemouth. Yeah. Yep. And then they've and then they've signed a a, a, yeah. a Bundesliga four time yeah. champion and a European champion for well, I mean, 20, twenty-seven years yeah. off for twenty-seven
2: million. I mean, what business? What business look, it,
1: look look at it like this. They've they've just swapped Dominic Solanke for Tiago. <laughs> exactly yeah. that. And Tiago, <laughs> Tiago's just won in the league as far as I'm concerned. That's a back to back title now. Tiago is yeah, yeah. An unbelievable outstanding signing. But what I'm getting at as well is you talk about Solanke there, Mark. Today I I look at the yellow bar. They've signed Bruce uh, sold Brewster to Palace for 19 million with seven million pounds of add-ons with what? a buyback clause of 34 million. These are players that they're selling that they aren't even that aren't even uh, proven. So we, we can't even get rid of our So someone wants to offer us 15 million for Mate Niles, who's proven in the Premier League. When Doosie's had two seasons in the Premier League, nobody wants him. Lucas Torreira, we can't get more than 24 million when we paid 26 million for him. Yet Liverpool have sold Danny Ings for 10, Solanke for the 19, and now Brewster for another 19. And they've been getting the players in like Robertson for yeah. 8 million at Hull. We need to be looking at doing it, working not harder, but smarter. And when Lee talks about us spending money, I don't actually mind if we don't spend a lot of money. If we're getting the right players in, like Liverpool have done, when they haven't spent money, it can work. But what's frustrating is at the moment, nothing seems to be going on. So we need to be patient and allow the player sales before we allow the, player, the the players to come in. And that's the frustrating part for me. I think with what Liverpool have done in the last five years is admirable. And I think as, lot, as well as Bayern Munich, they've got to be up there with the best at the moment in terms of their team positions, is where they're playing. If you were to pick a World eleven, Bayern Munich and Liverpool would be very, very hefty in what you'd select in those 11 players. Let me tell you that absolutely and when it comes
3: down to it it comes down to it that we might have to sell Niles. i know like wolves have got that money it, it, it might be a sacrifice you know because we've be got seller in the district but you know he's going to be a seller sell, uh, you know one that we can sell english as well i don't think it's the right move but like you know some somewhere along the line you're going to have to do that if 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 the owner is not going to help out simple as that
2: yeah, well, yeah. I mean, look, but well, I was going to, Dan makes a great point there about Solanke and Ryan Brewster. Like I remember when uh, Wolves Wolves came in for was it fifteen million or twenty million for a- Ainsley Mate and Niles? All the people that want new signings are going, um, oh, we can't sell him for that. You can't. Sure, so you can't sell him for that much. Do you know? So, well, what do you want? Do you want him gone, <laughs> or do, do like? Do, do you know, if we're going to move forward as a club, people are going to have to start realizing what what actually has to happen here. Um, mm. But I, I go back to what I've said before: you can't sell them if nobody wants them. And Danny hit the nail on the head there. No one wants Gwendozi. You know, mm. we're all sat here. We all sat here two years ago saying, "God, this kid's going to be great." He's, you know, he's coming. He's he's got into the France under twenty one squad. He's playing really well for Arsenal. Comes in from League Two in France. Um, you know. Making a name for himself. Now, two years down the line, we can't sell him. Don't no one wants him. Um, how do people expect Arsenal to bring new players in if we can't get you know if we can't get rid of the ones if we, that, that we need to get rid of? Like Lee said, or Mark, who was it? Mark said, just rip up their contracts. If we can't mm-hmm. get rid of them, just rip up their contracts and and, and out them. And and like Lee said, start again. Uh, But it's just just something that's always plagued us, though, isn't it? Transfer windows um, as Arsenal supporters. big
4: big clubs are doing that, though, Craig. Talking to your mic,
2: mate. Talking (laughs) to your mic.
4: If Juventus and um, Barcelona are willing to rip up contracts of Suarez and Higuain... Surely we yeah. we should we should well, be is, to yeah. out the contract of Klaassen and um, the surely. <laughs> <stuff. laughs>
2: Absolutely. I just want to bring this in here from uh, I just want to bring this in here from Alex McCarthy. It, it's just going on the point of what I'm trying to bring out again. What annoys me is that most Arsenal fans out there are Arteta and Edu need time, one transfer window and six months of football and getting frustrated with things is not giving them time. And I'll tell you what, Alex, hundred percent agree on. with you, mate. Absolutely, spot, spot on. Spot on. Uh, can't go, you know, couldn't couldn't agree more. Um, Here we are
3: now What what you're saying You're giving them time On the football field Yeah definitely But I don't think It's their job To be getting players as well You know what I mean I think that um, Well certainly not Getting rid of them It should be Other people's jobs You know what I mean And and so they can Concentrate on getting Things right on the pitch Which I think they are You know I think There's been a vast Improvement in the Arsenal team But ultimately This manager needs Backing And I don't care You can give him Six months Ten years If he's not backed By a financial um, investment, then he is going to foul. Simple as that. Simple as that, because we're not going to get top four ever, because the other teams above us, 40 points better off Liverpool than us were last season, and they've spent £67 million on top of what they've already got. You're not going to catch them, boys. It's as simple as that. do doesn't matter how good a coach he is. He's not going to do it. He's got to be backed.
2: Oh yeah, I... I, I get, I get that, but he's not gonna. He's. He, I get what you're saying, but it's, it's just, it's, we can sit here and say he's got to be back, He's got to be backed. He's got to be backed. We can see that he's not going to be backed because we're because we're trying to. He's 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 flipping the pages in his book to see who he can try and get rid of. We're we're taking oh. we're taking ages to do, we're taking ages to do deals. No one wants to buy them. If he can't sell them, what's he supposed to do?
3: Rip the contracts up. Look, listen, at the end of the, the end of the day, buy these players off. If you don't buy them off now, you, you know, let's, let's be honest, Mustafi's going to be playing next season, bit part player, if he's not even going to be playing. You've still got to be paying his contract week in, week out. Get rid. Just say, there's your money. See you later. There's your contract. Pay it up and get someone else in. You know, we've got to start being ruthless on these things, like you know, and, and you know, I when I when I say I think that Arteta is being backed, I, I honestly think that he will be because he's been backed because I cannot believe that Pierre Aubameyang has signed that contract mm. without any players coming into this club. Totally agree. Absolutely. If, if he hasn't done, he, he must be looking at that and thinking, all oh, all right, I'm going to get that contract anyway, but he must know something and I think that Mikel Arteta is always coming out and saying that they are going to back me. You know, that banner come over at Aston Villa, there's no need for him to make any sort of comment about that whatsoever. But he did. And he said, you know, so I I, I do feel And he's been
1: transparently, is- he? he's been transparent throughout. A he already. ain't lied to us yet. He has. Everything he yeah. said
3: has come off. It's come off. So well, I'm not going to doubt this man, you know, and when it comes down to it, right. If, if he's not back, then I believe he's being lied to. And if he's being lied to, I think then he will walk because I tell you why I wouldn't blame him. Because Mm. this is going to be one of the most sought-after managers or coaches, whatever you like, for a very, very long time. Look what he's doing with the tools that he's got. He's getting results against big teams. You know, it shows you that he's doing something well, but he needs the proper players. Please back him. You you know what I mean?
2: Lee, I'll come to all of you on this. What do you make? Sorry, I just got to close the door here now because my kids screaming. It's doing my <laughs> head in. One second there now. What's he
1: doing to his kids, Lee?
3: What's going on? I don't know. It's like, totally like unprofessional. If you ask, it me is totally like, unprofessional. Um, that. Don't yeah. see so anyone else. He's had a bet. at bet you, back, you, you back, uh, back your mic. Oh, I know, Craig. You're right. There you come. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, no tip way, for
2: no everyone. Sh- a, t- a tip for everyone. Always use a condom. Um... <laughs> oh, <that's> just... <laughs> what was I forgot what I was gonna yeah, going oh, to, yeah. to say? Yeah, what do you make of Arteta's reaction on the final whistle? You know, everyone, everyone on Twitter was going, "Oh look at this bloke celebrating a two-one win." Yeah, you know, I'll come to you, Dan, on it first. Celebrating a two-one win over West Ham. Um, I saw uh, my reaction to that was great to see Mikel Arteta so happy. It, 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 it meant it meant it actually meant that his game plan worked and he, and he was happy with the players clapping his hands. He got his points.
1: Well, I think personally I'm with you, mate, at just won the game, of course, he's going to be happy. What was more refreshing was his, his words again, his interview after the game. This is one thing I said it earlier, he's been transparent and he was there, you know, he said, look, there's a lot of things we've got to change at this football club. There's a lot of players here that need to wake up. I've got to do a lot of work. You know, we have got injuries at the moment, but the players that were on, on that pitch, They are not going to be our future. And I think he's aware of that. Um, And there's stuff they've got to learn. And he's got some passion about him. Why do do we get on people's backs when they're they're celebrating a win? I just don't see that personally. So as far as I'm concerned, he's been transparent the whole way. And just touching on what Lee said, I think he knows who's coming in. He's been very specific to the board about what he wants. And uh, Aubameyang has signed because of Arteta and because of who's coming in. So I am positive.
2: Yeah, he's far too calm.
1: Precisely.
2: He, far too calm about the Yang thing and he's being far too calm about everything that he's being questioned. I mean, yeah. at the press conference the other day, he was asked about Thomas Partey. He was, he was asked about uh, Hassan Sorry, I can't talk about footballers that don't, that don't play for Arsenal Football Club. And, like, it's just... Do you know what? Something I said at work today to my buddy David who I was talking to about. It. It's like, he's obviously learned from Arsene Wenger a lot from being a player. And he's learnt um, a lot from Pep Guardiola being his number two. Now, Mark, if you could merge two managers, Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola would be the two you'd pick, surely. No. Oh, okay. Lee, <laughs> I'll move on. Um,
4: hey, I just say, I hope your boss ain't watching this, because it sounds to me like you and David just standing around chewing the fat about Arsenal, well, <laughs> Oh, no, we're
2: working. <laughs> we're, we're working as well. Don't worry about that.
4: I'll tell you what, Merge. Pep Wally Island, George Graham.
2: That's nice, but I'm talking about Arteta and... Uh, I'm talking <laughs> about merging Wenger and Arteta. To, uh, Wenger and Pep together. Does he look like... you nice, oh. know be
4: nice, wouldn't it? But neither of them can defend... Neither of them can pick a defender for Toffy, can't they? Like, you know, I mean, Compton was there when he got there and he ain't been able to replace him. He's still struggling in the market and yet we've mm. gone out and bought Gabriel. How comes Pep Guardiola of his fantastic... Boss, how comes he couldn't convince this Gabriel lad? He looks a looks a real talent, by the way. You know what I mean? He's sticking his head in everywhere you want him to stick it in. He Looks a bit of a lamp. Gets around a pitch, can pass. Had a good look at him at the weekend. Second game there, and he looks like he's settling in well. You're and- answering
2: my question. We've got the. <laughs> that- you're answering my question. Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola. You, go. <laughs> you got the pull of Arsene Wenger, and you got the coaching techniques of of, of what he's learned under Pep Guardiola.
0: I'm not a
3: big fan of Pep Guardiola. I'll be honest. I, 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 I'm, you know, I think he's he's great, but he's always had money from from day one. You know, you ever look at a lot of the top coaches They're about to um, earn their stripes. I think you know. Listen, you know. Uh, oh, I need a central defender. Oh, well, yeah, there's 50 million for John Stones. Oh, well, I can't make him any better. I no. need another 50 million All for right, somebody. All right, I get that. Who, who, who else are we
4: saying that Arteta's played underneath and else he's he played underneath? Like you know, David, David Moyes. He, he could argue that he's if he was given the money and and if he'd walked into Man City, he could argue that he'd be winning the league. I mean Pep Guardiola is still failing in Europe he? He well, no, that no that bit, he but he ain't got a firm then Mark used it.
2: He walked into Man United, he lasted about <laughs> seven weeks, didn't he? Yeah, but he weren't giving biggest and that,
4: that was a hiding to nothing. Anyone who went after Sir, anyone who went after Sir Alex Ferguson was on yeah. a hiding to nothing, hiding to yeah. nothing. But yeah. you know, you're I, asking I, me about who he's learned from. He he he, he was coached underneath you know, you know Johan Cruyff, I believe, at, at Barcelona when he was hmm. in the academy with Pep Guardiola. So they both learned hmm. together. You know what I mean? Hmm. So um,
3: they've been mates for like, a very, very long time. I'd like Arsene Wenger and Jurgen Klopp. That'd be my two.
1: Jurgen Klopp's the best boss, the best boss around, in my opinion. Yeah, one hundred percent. But you talk about Craig, who he's learnt off of. Think about when he was playing with people he played with as well. You know, he did play with Ronaldinho at PSG and Pochettino at PSG. Obviously, knows a lot about football, as we know. That's the strongest Spurs have ever been. Uh, But Arteta's played with some great players in the Premier League as well, and has been managed by fantastic, uh, by fantastic managers, and he has worked with a great one in Pep Guardiola. I think, I think the boys, the boys there, obviously, they know he's, he's had a lot of money, but he does know what he's doing, Pep. So, mm. I'm with you, Craig. I think Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola, he's learnt a lot off of. And we're starting to see now that some of that has paid off because what he has done, let's not let's not get, get it twisted. Arteta has done an amazing mm. job so far. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, for this team. Well, I want to get on
2: to some viewers' questions. This is not a question, but uh, thank you very much, uh, Dil- Dilken. I hope I've said that right, mate. Um, What's your guys' prediction versus Liverpool? Best regards from Switzerland. Craig and Lee. Uh, true Arsenal fans, stay healthy. Always, Stay always healthy. Best regards from Switzerland. Well, thank you very much, mate. Uh, thank you very uh, lovely uh, part uh, of the world,
3: Switzerland as well. Lovely part of the world.
2: So, you know, it's oh, always a place beautiful. I'd like to have... I'm, a, ask him
3: where like, he comes from. Ask him where he comes from. Where are you, what
2: part of Switzerland are you from, sir? It's, it's definitely a country I've always wanted to visit. I can't afford
3: it. <laughs> <Christmas>. <laughs> oy, oy, very dear there, by the way, Switzerland. Very expensive. But um, went there just before the... Uh, in the Champions League. Um, just before Christmas. Beautiful place. Beautiful part of the world. Beautiful.
2: Uh, do, 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 do. Listen, and if listen, it is when you go into
3: yeah. the into the saunas, you have to be naked. Just saying.
2: No, oh, I don't mind that. I'm, I'm I'm happy with my length. When you're um, jump, jumping in
3: and out of the ice bath, it ain't a old... like, of old dolly birds next year. It ain't. Yeah. Oh Zurich, very nice, very nice, very nice. Zurich
2: is it? <laughs> very nice indeed. Did you see our smoke when asked about aura and party? Wenger would have been proud of that. Exactly what I'm talking about. He's too calm. Uh, going back to uh, what we were talking about there, let's have a go. Let's have a look at this one. Uh, Reginald Perry, would it be okay if it took two transfer windows to get the midfield straight, Lee? Let's start with you.
3: Mm, no, no, I think we need to sort it out now because I tell you what, we've got an opportunity. We've got an opportunity. I still say this now: the things are not right at Manchester United. I still think things are quite wrong there. There's an opportunity there. And I still say with Manchester City, we can close a gap on them because without Sergio Aguero, they are not as potent as what they're going to be. They'll have to replace him sooner or later as well, which they will do. So we've got an opportunity to just break into this top four this time around. Chelsea, you know, lots of players, um, who knows. But if we don't, if we stop on our laurels and think we're all going to be all right, Everton look a different animal this time mm. around, like you know what I mean, like you know, and other teams are going to come up and bite us. So we've got to, we've got to be proactive. We can't sit still. And we, look, we come eighth last season. If we come eighth, you know. Realistically, Gabriel and Willian are not going to take us to where we want to go. It's got to be more done. Mm. Simple as that.
2: It's a great point about Everton. I watched them at the weekend, and they were bloody very, very impressive. Very, very impressive. Um Dan, let's come to you on this one, mate. Should we play four three three at home or four three four three? Uh should we play four three three at home and three four three away? And that comes in from Alex.
1: Uh, the only way we're going to play 4 is if we buy Thomas Partey and Hossam Moua. And somebody in the chat earlier was asking about our best eleven, And I think that if we get Hossam Moua and Thomas Partey, Danny Ceballos will make up that free midfield. I think Willian and Saka will play either side of Aubameyang. And I think we'll have Maitland-Niles right back, Tierney left back, Gabriel and Saliba at the back with Leno in goal. And I honestly believe that would be a good 4-3-3 system working well for Arteta. Obviously, Saliba's young, but I think he'll be good. And I think he's got all the attributes in the world to be a fantastic defender alongside Gabriel, who I obviously really do rate. Uh, In terms of 3-4-3, it's working at the moment. And I don't expect it to change home or away because we cannot play 4-3-3 at the moment. Without, because we haven't got the tools. Arteta yeah, yeah. hasn't got the tools for that. And if we get Hossam a while, Thomas Party, I think we could play 4 this season. I really do. God, going back to the manager merging, look at this one. Yeah, I saw that. At, <laughs> at
2: Max, Brian Clough and Alex Ferguson. God, what a manager that would be. Sure. Uh, brilliant. Ryan Clough. Yeah. You know, brilliant. Watching, going back onto I've got to tell you this story about Brian Clough. I, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's actually on YouTube. Do you remember when, I think they stayed up on the last day of the season and there was a pitch invasion, and uh, he gave one of the fans a right hook. Do you remember that?
3: Yeah, yeah, I remember there's that. A
2: docu- there's a documentary on YouTube, uh, Brian, uh, Brian Clough documentary. and I was watching it, and he actually, <laughs> he actually had the club ring those t- ring that fella, and he and he brought his mate with him. He wanted to apologise to him, so he brought him to the City Ground, and uh, they're talking about it anyway. And Brian Clough's like, like he's talking to him like he's dad, right? And this fellow was standing there with his arms behind his back. This is how much respect Brian Clough had, even from someone that didn't even know him. He stood there with his hands behind his back. He said, you know what the problem with what you done was, young man? He says, uh, there wasn't much wrong with it, to be honest. And I'm sorry that I uh, acted violently. He said, uh, but the most important thing about your actions is that you don't do it again, young man. And the fellow was like, yeah, yeah, okay, Mr. Clough. Yeah, I, I, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. And Brian Clough says, now give me a kiss. <laughs> and he, made, he made the fellow give him a kiss. Absolutely pointless story, but um, one I just thought was quite good. Uh, yeah. He is good. He is good. Um, who's, nice. who's, let's have a look at this one there now uh, from Elliot Roberts. Greetings from Toronto. Goodness Whoa. me. Uh, I've been to Toronto. It was 20 years ago, but I've been to Toronto. Stayed in the Days in yeah. Hotel. Um, I was out there DJing at the Docklands Arena. So I reckon you might know where that is. I went to watch the Maple Leafs play ice hockey, which was quite good. Went to the top of the CN Tower and went to Niagara Falls. It was good. Oh, and I went to the Brass Rail as well. For those that know, um, we'll see if Elliot knows. Um, Thank you, mate. Uh His his question, do you think Arsenal are looking at any other signings outside of our um, party? What do you reckon, Mark?
3: No. Okay.
2: <laughs> Thanks. I reckon...
3: I, yeah. I what do you reckon, think, like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why you're talking with him, like. you're I know. I, I know. Just find the like, crisps and everything at me, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I would... Um, Uh, Well, we've been mentioned like Zaha's sort of come up over the last
2: sort of (laughs) day, isn't it? And also, um, what about what what, what do you make about this thing today that something's come out on Twitter that Arsenal are in talks with Chelsea about a straight
1: swap? Nonsense, isn't it? Nonsense.
2: You think so? It's it's, it's everybody's
3: saying,
1: let's hope it's it's the owners. Let's hope hope it's the owners. owners. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's hoping Gwen and Kante, they're buzzing if they think that's going to happen. Buzzing.
3: I don't want that anyway. We want to we want to go a bit more younger players now, like you know, Partey's the one in that position that we want, and um, and and you know, I, I like what um, I do like the thought of Zaha coming. Why not? You know, people keep saying to me, "Oh, well, we don't really need him." But if you want to go into the title challenge for titles, they're the sort of players you need to come on or be well, around
1: um... when we're playing.
4: What
3: about
4: that lad from Celtic? We were sniffing around him for
1: a little while. And, got, I, is it a, I think Edouard. Now, now Lacazette staying. We're not going to get him. Well, I wanted to well, ask you up boys with, about this. Uh, we're end up with Brown. Yeah, I wanted to ask you boys about this ZAR thing. I, uh, and Lee, I wanted to ask you because me and you were talking about it. Do you yeah. honestly, boys, think that is realistic? Because the reason I yeah. say this is this, right? I do. The rumor, the rumors are fifty million next year. So Palace are going to let him go for nothing for this year. And they're going to have Reese Nelson on loan, but we pay fifty million next year obligation. So they're going to say you have Zaha for a year, pay us fifty next year. Don't worry about this year, and we'll have Nelson and we'll be fine. I just think that is nonsense. I think no, that's I nonsense.
3: Think that. I, I think that's nonsense. But I do think there's something in it. You know, we we did bid for him last season, so there's obviously something there. there I love him. Don't um,
1: get me wrong, but
3: you, you know, I, I look at it and I think if they you know, got Zaha, Willian. Um, Pepe coming from the flanks. Does that then allow uh, Bamiang to come into the middle? Yeah, that's. You, what you about know about Martinelli. What, what about Martinelli? Yeah, exactly. Well, Martin, 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 Martinelli, Martinelli. will eventually a bamiang. Yes, that that, that, will, that was that that will happen. That will be the the, the, the transition from from there. You know, over a course Still of time. Saka as
1: well. Saka.
3: He's eighteen years. You have got Saka who can play in different positions. What, but I'm not worried. Why are we worried about getting too many decent players? I
1: totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Bring it yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, Bring exactly. On.
2: Um This one, well done. Brass Rail, nice one, Craig. Um, hope you had a lovely <laughs> lap dance. Don't know what you're talking hey! about, mate. Are out.
3: Don't you know, what, I, don't
2: know what you're talking oh, about, mate.
3: I'm not getting Elliot.
2: you uh, this one comes in from Daniel Robert. Can Lee say a sentence without saying the words like you know? <laughs> hey, Daniel Bollocks here. Yeah. <laughs> the answer to your question is no. That's, um, what, Craig,
4: that's what Craig saw at the brass rail, wasn't it, Lee? <laughs> oh, I think so. <laughs> uh,
2: this one comes in from uh, Kavlar. One, two, three, four, five. What score do you think? What? what score do you think the what score do you think, boys, against Liverpool? Is a draw a good result? Do you know what? Last week I was, wasn't too worried about playing them, but then after watching them last night, it's put the, it's put the brass rail up me a little bit. Um, <laughs> take, a I, yeah, take, take a draw, now, draw now. Yeah, take a draw now, dude. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Dan, a draw? We're winning. Oh, yeah, I'd take a draw all day long. I said to Lee last night, we are on the phone, I said, you'd take 1-1, wouldn't you? Oh, all day long. All day long, yeah. you'd take it. Unless we're 1-0 up with a minute to go, then I'll be pissed <laughs> off. But...
2: Uh. <laughs> take the draw, Mark.
4: No, we'll go for the win.
2: Go for the win. I like that. I like that. <coughs> uh, so, look, we're, this is what we're, we're, we'll get a score prediction. We're, we're, we'll finish it off here now tonight. Um, we'll go for the score prediction. Lee, what would you think?
3: Um I think we're be a gallant effort, but I, I think
1: we'll lose 2-1. 2-1, okay. Uh, Dan? Uh, I'm going to agree with Lee Judges. Yeah, I think we're going to lose 2-1, unfortunately. I'd love to take a draw. I'd love to win, obviously, but I'd take a draw. But I just think they're going to have too much for us, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Mark? Two one Arsenal. Oh, go on, son. I like that. I'm going with
2: Mark. Two one Arsenal. Where are you yeah, I think we I think we can beat him after watching Leeds go up there and and, and get uh, Yeah, you've
4: yeah, no reason to prefer him. We've already beaten once this month. Why not to us?
2: Absolutely. Uh, and obviously, and, and of course we've what, what of course quickly we've on Wednesday we've got the game against Leicester in the Cup. Lee, what kind of team we what what kind of team do we expect on Wednesday?
3: Ozil, uh, captain. Uh, well that, I'll tell you what would be very interesting. That is a great point. What um, I know Mark's only joking there, but it'd be that we'll know where <laughs> the guys are if they're if they're in the squad or not. If they're not in the squad for that one, then they're gone. That's it, mm. they're done. You know. So uh I, I'd I'd see us making uh, lots of changes. But I, I, I fancy us against teams like Leicester and um, <laughs> uh what's the word that?
2: <laughs> the, the comment has come in. Uh, that is bizarre. Me and, Dan, <laughs> me and Dan looked at it at the same time, I think. I've been told I look like this referee, whatever, whatever referee that name, whatever that referee's called. He refed the game against Fulham, apparently. Yeah, I don't swim, know. I can't remember his yeah, name, but yeah. On his swim brother, and then we just got <laughs> this one. Um, <laughs> right, well, <laughs> Sorry, Craig, but you really look like Socrates.
4: Is he trying to imply that you're a hairy Greek?
2: Yeah, well <laughs> you're trying to imply something. I, don't, I
3: don't um, think you like, do look like that ref. A little bit of a uh, he's a you know, a bit a bit of an overweight yeah. looking but, um look alike. But uh about I don't I'm not so sure about Socrates. I think okay. that blokes on the beer. Yeah, so I think that we've got a, we'll have a um a different squad, but I fancy this against teams like Leicester and uh Liverpool. In this cup, because I do think that we, you know, Liverpool, for instance, I think will play their third stroke, second, third team. And I feel that we've got, you know, we should have beat them last year in, in that cup, shouldn't we, really? Mm. And I feel that we've got a better squad of players than, than Leicester. So I fancy it's against Leicester 2 0.
1: 2 0. Dan? Uh, I don't fancy us <laughs> against Leicester. I just don't know why I don't think we're going to go with this competition this season. I think we've got bigger fish to fry in yeah. the Europa League and the other competitions. So uh, it's finishing high as we can in the league. Uh, I think Leicester will probably beat us. Uh, beat us I don't know. I, found, I, found, I, found, I think I there'll think be a few goals in it, actually. I think they'll mm. be beat us 3-2. Uh, but I expect to see... Uh, Cedric and Saliba and yeah. Willock and Tiffro and those well, it's something so,
2: yeah. it is something to look forward oh, to
1: in that it's oh, oh, wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. can we put Callum's one up please I like him
2: what is it Well, I'd say that Callum's definitely having a beer if you he think goes spec save isn't he yeah <laughs> can you imagine judges doing a Giorgio Armani underwear give it give it, Ooh, give it. Balls you, will be down. Much, you balls will be Love down you. by his knees it's, um, funny, it's
4: funny the other week because we had uh, someone said Dan looked like Klaassenach and Craig looks like Socrates and Lee looks like Seagan. We've got hell of a back three for Leicester <laughs> on uh, look, <laughs> Wednesday night. And, and you,
2: you, know, you <laughs> look <laughs> a bit... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You,
1: yeah. you,
2: yeah. you, Mark, Mark looks a bit like that new no goalkeeper he signed from Iceland. Cool. Um, I, wish I, his, I, wish, I wish I was his age. Yeah. Uh, old enough to be his granddad, I think. <laughs> um, where were we uh, the Leicester game yeah so what I was what I was saying is that, um, something to look forward to because we, 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 I thought we are going to see a lot of players uh, you know a lot of fringe players a lot of young players I, I do like to watch I mean that Liverpool game last season my game I know we lost um, yeah, but, but what, what, what a hell of a game anyway look we're going to wrap it up there thanks Harry very Groves. much Very <laughs> <Harry Gross. laughs> <Who's> that <laughs> Harry, Harry looks like <laughs> Vitovich. He does. Harry yeah, does uh, yeah. look like Vitovich. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: oh thank, thank you, Ryan Brooks. Thank you, Ryan Brooks. I get that. Freddie I've Clinton had that off. before. I've had that you before. You always
1: get that, <laughs> don't you? You always get Freddie Finn off. I must I come admit, on this, I can't this it.
4: show. I come on this show once as Freddie, didn't I?
1: That's right. That's Every right. name under the sun you've come at, mate. And you're Paul, Matt, Mark. <laughs> I'm
4: going to come on as Thomas Party next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> celebration <laughs> thanks very much for all of you who have stayed with us and uh have watched the podcast live remember to check out our sponsor Westcourt beer company down below in the description click the link and of course manscaped if you want your cherries to smell like strawberries um go over there and check their website out um yes, lot, lots no i actually made that up i, 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 I think it's very quite good. witty i think it's quite witty yeah. um you can uh, go down check them out have a look at their have a look at their website if you see anything on there that you want um, use the same same old checkout code um, and get 20% off and free shipping uh, audio up will audio up for the podcast will be up later on uh, if you're an audio head I know um, lots of people we like to listen, to it, listen listen to it on audio Tuesday you've got the same old Arsenal USA. Um which is on at six thirty PST and nine thirty ES EST EST I think. Um I think uh Where's Nigel?
1: Where's Nigel? Get that baby behind <laughs> out. What's he saying. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Rick, Ricky
3: Ricky Gra- Ricky Gravis. I don't know who Ricky Gravy Gravis Gra- is. <laughs> uh, Nigel's obviously falling asleep or saying, isn't he?
2: Remember to like the video, share the video with all your mates, follow us on Twitter at the same old EFC if you don't already do so and we will see you next week. Next Tuesday, is that
3: right? Because we've got Monday, haven't we? That's right, next
2: Tuesday. Um, So, um, my regards to Lee judges. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for coming along. Thank you very much.
3: Uh, Very enjoyable, as normal. Dan,
1: thank you oh, very yeah, much, Nigel mate. Woke Look, Nigel's woke up. He's awake. <laughs> <laughs> thank, Dan, you thank, you for for thank you very much, you, Great. And also, just a reminder uh, for the uh, Thursday oh, yeah. night because uh, yeah. we're not doing Friday night because I'm actually away. So right. Thursday night this week, me and Graham Where are you going? Uh, Where are you going? for the Arsenal level, just kind of camping with a few lads, mate, just chilling out, okay. chill out of time. Only, uh, only, five,
4: only five lads, hope.
1: Chill out with
3: the boys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only five, yeah. So, oh, no, There's no, actually no, three, of us, it's three of us. My so. well, mate Tony does that, but he says it's fishing. He never
1: catches it. Oh, I can't, anything. Be with, can't be dealing yeah, with fishing, just mate. Just That's so boring. It's camping
3: But I like That's what he does. Uh, nah, <laughs> can't,
2: can't
1: <laughs> oh, be doing yeah. fishing,
3: mate.
1: We're
2: gonna see We're gonna see this on Facebook now later on about that. <laughs> if, if Tony's watching or if he gets to hear about it, I might just tell him for the laugh. Um, yeah. Mark, we thank you we very, very much, mate. I didn't catch nothing. It's
3: not, um, it's 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 not, not about, about fishing. So why not I say it's camping by a lake then? Come no, it's on. Not, it's not about
2: it's not about catching not about fishing. Fishing fish. All oh, right. About, so
3: fishing is not about catching fish.
2: Right. Is that fishing right? Fishing is, is about, about yeah, fishing is about catching fish, correct. But fishing is also about relaxation, nature, chilling out, relaxing. That's why it's life. called well some other some fellas like to go fishing. It's, and that's why it's called fishing and not catching. Thank you very much, Mark, uh, for coming along this evening. Appreciate it, as always.
4: No worries. Just call me Freddie. Just call you
2: (laughs) Freddie. And, of course, thanks, everyone. Um, (laughs) Thanks, for everyone, for watching live. Thanks, for everyone, for watching on Facebook, on um, Periscope, and on YouTube. And thanks, of course, obviously, if you've listened to this on audio somewhere. Until we see you again next week, up the Arsenal. Yeah, I'm on you. I'm on Arsenal.